Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Outcast United. Sorry it's been a minute. It's been like two weeks. Three weeks, two, three weeks, something like that. <laughs> At least two weeks. At least two weeks. Um, but we are back. It is who I hope is one of your favorite admins from the group, C Dub, Chris. And his beautiful wife, Kitty. And we have two very special guests with us. Yay! This week for our podcast. Uh, one of whom has been a friend of mine and was there at the beginning of Outcast United um, and have been trying to get him onto the podcast for a while now, so I'm very glad that he is here. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, it's Cody. Most of y'all probably know who I am from the group, so... Right. Cody, the Hulk fan. <laughs> yes. The other Hulk fan, other than Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you and Curtis we, like brothers. We, we bonded over that one for huh. sure. Uh, and our other special guest... Who is a new friend to me and Kat who we met through Cody and turns out it's a small world because her and Kat actually know the same person. So, <laughs> right? like, hi Derek. As we found out today, it is a small world if you live in McDonough. It's a small world. If you live in Henry County, right, it is a small world. Uh, so why don't Rex you introduce is, yourself? Rex is Clayton County too, so it's yeah, Rex funnier. is Clayton County. No. It's, I'm Teresa. There we go. Uh, like, There's nothing really to say. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, we were hanging Ooh. out today, and we decided to get them. Geek origin origin stories. Yes, geek. We'll get there. Don't all worry. Right. Like we like we all do with all our guests. Oh yeah. Uh, so we decided we were hanging out. So we decided to have them join us for the podcast today. Uh, and as we do with all our guests on the show, we always ask them their geek origin story. Just like every good hero and villain, everybody's got an origin story that got them to where they are today. Yeah. Uh, and so we will start with Cody. Cody, what is your geek origin story? Well, I gotta say, one of the first memories I have as a child was definitely, definitely Power Rangers. But I gotta say, it was... From everything else and from even slight... I know it was Power Rangers mainly as a child, but definitely Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well. I mean, I'm constantly reminded when I was a child, I had a pair of, you know, like Teenage Mutant Turtles underwear and I had the whole get up. So So Power Rangers Turtle crossover must have been very special for Um, you. Uh, Not exactly. I'm... I'm not a huge fan of crossovers. There's only one crossover I want to see and that may never happen, so... What is that? The DC... uh, Uh... you know, in our lifetime, you know, DC, Marvel. They've done from, one. Like, when I was a kid, when I wouldn't have cared, so... Well, I mean, well, you can just, you can go back and get the trade papers and read That's it. true, but I'm talking about a, a modern one. Current, or maybe... Current a, DC and Marvel. Or maybe a cinematic one, which mm. would probably be even less likely, mm-hmm. but... It'll happen in the comic books again way before. Right. right. It'll There's happen. at least one person who told me they thought Wonder I mean, Woman they was were, coming to the... There Marvel was some movies. rumors with the new Thor comic. Mm-hmm. There was some, like... Hints of some, you know. What in the hell, cat? <laughs> you know, there were some hints going that there might be something. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was as, our cat in the background. Yeah, all, all the of cat, you know, we have a cat now. Yeah, so that, that the cat random, goes nuts. Random noise when he gets sprayed because he's doing dumpsters. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely Power Rangers. You know, go Jason. You know, crush yeah. David Frank, cr- crush, crush on uh Kimberly, yeah, and Trini, yeah. Don't don't forget her. R.I.P. Kim, yeah. uh, Trini, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, the Yellow Ranger. Mm-hmm. God rest her soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Teresa, what was your what is your geek origin story? 
mine is I I feel like I'm a baby geek. <laughs> Says the woman with the baby Yoda. Okay, so ice cream cone well, tattoo. I only, I only say that because it's like I think with me, I didn't really like embrace my geekness until like after high school. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of times people would be like, "She's a geek. We're not gonna mess with them." <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was all in my head. I have anxiety, so this happens. So I don't know. Maybe I think that's what it was. But what was it? What was it that turned you on? Probably al- the Alien franchise. I'm a big sci-fi geek kind of person. And then everybody I've just met along the way just teaches me stuff, and then I learn. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. When I met Cody, he was a diehard Marvel fan, hadn't read a single DC comic book, didn't like DC, it seemed. And I introduced him to Alex Ross's Kingdom Come. All I took was some art. All I took was some really good art. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, he still don't like Superman, but I don't no. hold it against him. Yeah, so you just, 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 no. <laughs> like I think I think a majority of people can't understand why people don't like him. I I, I can understand why people don't like him. I just it, don't. To I, me, it's the whole as you you like he can be beaten, but right. when you look at it, like can yeah you, know, you you know that that type of deal. It's like you you literally live on an Earth. You know, with the yellow sun, that just keeps you alive and supercharges you. I mean, so. as Doomsday has proven, Superman can be beaten. Yeah. Lex has proven, Superman can, can be, be beaten. beaten. Yeah. Superman can be beat. The only time I can't accept when people are just like, they don't like Superman is when they have that old There's school like- mentality of Superman, when they're just like, he's so powerful, he's got a power for everything. And it's like, that's not Superman anymore. Like, that was like the 60s or whatever, when they would just make Throw up a story it. and give him a power in order right. for the story to work right. Right. Like, he has super ventriloquism. Like, that's just a dumb <laughs> that's fucking power. Like, <laughs> Let him have these metaphysical powers, right. but not, you know. Yeah, like, I've, I mean, I've read in Elseworld where he used super ventriloquism, but it was, like, the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, it's, like, no real way to explain how his Kryptonian right, like, blood or whatever allows him to use it. Yeah, like, yeah. like the Batman. One, the one story I've always found the weirdest with Superman is somehow whenever he gets struck by electricity, he can pass his powers to another person. Yeah, so if I'm he just like. How the human is holding your... on to him. His powers transfer to the human because yeah, he was struck by lightning. I've never heard that. But it's good. I've it's got, to, I've got to say, it's like I don't like Superman, but I, I did like the Christopher Reeves movies. Right. Yeah. When I, but you know, it wasn't like this wasn't a super super powered Superman. This is just. But that's what. But he was though. Like Christopher, I mean, he was. But it's like shit. <laughs> as, as um, the cat interrupts again. Yeah. But um. I, but that was the thing. I didn't feel that way in the watching well, I mean, the he first flew two around the movies. world and turned back time. That's true. Like, that, but, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm willing to give it a little extra credit on for for its time. It oh, it, it, it went beyond. You know, it was like it was like the Star Wars of superhero movies. Right. Yeah. You know, it was it was well before its it time. It was the movie that made a man fly. Like. Made people believe a man could fly. Yeah, I will admit that. But yeah. I mean, but he was post crisis, you know, and so or pre crisis, and post crisis because I mean he had four movies, but mm-hmm. he was a stupid powerful Superman. I'm like, let's just be real about that. Like, I I, I didn't feel that way. Yeah, I mean, and then I I I even like Superman Returns, and all people are gonna give yeah, me fucking but, shit for that one. But I but guess what? Uh, Brandon, Brandon Routh. Was knocked a, out. A true successor to Christopher Reeves. That man looked. 
He looks more like Christopher Reeves than Christopher Reeves' son does. <laughs> yes. It's ridiculous. And he, he had it down. Yeah. It's he like, did. And he did, he did an amazing job as Kingdom Come Superman and the Christ on Infinite Earth story. Oh, that from was so beautiful. CW's TV Actually show. getting to see him back in the uniform again. Mm-hmm. And now there's rumors that he's actually going to be in the Flash movie. There's rumors that Brandon Ralph Superman from Superman Returns may show up in the Flashpoint movie that mm. they're making. Oh my would, god, that would be beautiful. I mean, they got Michael Keaton to come back, so at this point, anything's possible. I'm just wondering if he's going to be like the bat. He'll be the Batman from the Batman movies, right? That yeah, he was Michael in, Keaton's right? going to be. But the will Batman. he be the Batman from like Alex Ross, where he's in the exoskeleton? I don't know. That would be freaking right. baller like, I mean, as hell. It's like. Man, I've done a lot of fighting over my life. Like in my lifetime, I'm done. I, was, I got to see I got to see Kevin Conroy be that Batman. Yeah. It would be epic to see Michael Keaton be right. that Batman also. Like it would just be And even greater than that is if he would be the Batman he'd be Bruce Wayne from you know right. Batman Beyond. That that's Yeah, the they, that's what everybody also said. If they make a Batman Beyond movie, Michael Keaton needs to be old man Bruce Wayne. What about Batman Returns? I mean that was Michael Keaton too. Yeah. That was or you mean like the Dark Knight Returns, the Dark Knight Returns? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He would have to bulk up to be that. He can't be that. He can't be that. He's not. He's not. And I don't want to see. I don't really. That's that's what Ben Affleck is supposed to be. Right. Like Ben Affleck's Batman Batman had that suit, the look, and everything. And Ben Affleck was horrible in it. Yeah. But that's just me. That's just (laughs) us. Apparently, we're becoming in the minority of hating Ben Affleck. Apparently, people like him. I will be there too. I will. I'll stand my ground. Me, he's better than a couple of the other ones that played him in the 90s. To me, Ben Affleck didn't look like Bruce Wayne. He just looked like old Ben Affleck. I'd rather have Ben Affleck than the one they have now for the new Batman movie. Oh, you don't oh, like... Uh, yeah. no. I love Pattinson. No. You're not a Pattinson fan? No, he I'm looks like an emo either. Edward. From yeah. Twilight. Yeah. So it's like, that's all I see. It's like, oh, Edward that, became Yeah, sadly, sadly he's been typecast into like, a lot of people's minds. That's because they've only seen him in Twilight. So many yeah. good movies, And then now though. he has that no, he, like, black hair. Look, we liked his no. character when we went to saw Tenet. He, it, it, he was great in it. But, I mean, Maybe I Batman still, will be that movie that helps people break, see him past just being... I can't get past so. the trailer, so I'm not going to be able to get past it in the movie. <laughs> oh. I, I still like once the movie comes out, people will finally get past it. I, I, I don't know. Can we all agree that the Catwoman looks good, though? But I, think yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen her. I, I haven't, I haven't um, gone and searched that. But I haven't... As I said, it's like I'm not too interested in what Marvel's... I'm not interested in what Marvel's serving out either. Here. That's because Marvel is limping to the gate. That's, they, oh they spent they 10 years doing their Marvel franchise, and they're just like, well, you know. Well, now we'll, we'll, we'll promote whatever now that right. gets his attention. Doc Strange 2 and uh, Spider-Man, which don't care with Spider-Man, they're talking that they're going to have all the other guys that have been Spider-Man It'll in be the movie. into the Spider-Verse movie, and then... Doc Strange sounded interesting until the, the original director, director left. left. And now he, it's not going to be a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, he could actually brought what they were going to try and bring with the new mutants, which I heard did horrible. Awful. I heard the movie was horrible. It was awful. I'm willing That's to see. That's so sad because I was really <laughs> looking forward to it. Well, the thing is, like, it had a good premise, but of course, it's an X Men movie still done by Which, Fox, right? And X Men unfortunately have a really like. I will say, Dark Phoenix was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm. We watched it. It was way I better. Watched it when it came on HBO, but it's like it's I wasn't like, like, paying for way it. Way better right. than I, I mean, thought it was I didn't be. pay to see it either, but you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it was good though. Like I, I. I I actually was more impressed with it because one, I don't, I didn't like the actress. So I went into it hating the movie. I was just like, oh god, this movie. The chick that plays Jean. Yeah, like, yeah. She, 
I, she doesn't I don't like look her. the part, in my opinion, like Jean Grey. She can't act to me. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll cast someone who looks more Ooh. like maybe in the if they do an X Men. I, I need Kristen Stewart to get pregnant and retire from acting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's lesbian now. That's not going to no, happen. No, she ain't. I heard she's with dudes again. So. I don't uh, care. Either way, I need her to just retire from acting. Yeah. Because she can't. Because she can't, can't act. act. Like, she's like Brie Larson can't act. Oh, right. my God. Why are so many people obsessed with thinking that Captain Marvel was a good movie? That movie sucked. It, it was awful. Yeah, it was But the thing is, they wanted a woman to lead the next phase. But the funny thing was, like, they we haven't heard. Woman. We haven't heard nothing about her after the controversy with Captain Marvel because, you right. know, they were pushing it. I, You know, they were pushing it because, you know, all the SJW politics. Let's put that right. to the side. But that, I believe, we know that's where Disney's going. Right. Because there's talk of an old all-female Avengers. There's talk about making her gay in the next one. And then yeah. there was a point when, I, you know, there at the end... Spoiler warning if you haven't seen Endgame, but this is happening. Man, if you ain't seen Endgame by now, <laughs> we got you know how it is. We got to give Tony Stark dies. <laughs> but there's a point where all the all the female Avengers like getting yeah, the, the up on, power moment. Yeah. on yes, past, and then me and my friend Austin went to see the movie. And when that happened, me and him just turned and looked at each other and said, "They really have started this now." Yeah, it was like uh, yes, yes. You, it's like we we already knew you I, had great female. I looked at Chris during that part of the movie, and I was like, "What the?" F-? And especially when they made Captain Marvel like just gang bang Thanos, like, and then didn't like, finish the job. That was so yeah. Like, but I have I have a lot of problems with Endgame because the movie just they they time travel. The only well, bad aside part from the time of that travel. movie is the part where Captain is standing there, and then all of the portals open, and he screams on your left. And then everybody, he's yeah. just, yeah, look, that was I waited great. 10 years to hear Captain America finally Because he tempted it a lot. Yeah. Well, in every Avengers movie, I think there was like right something where he was going to say it. They, they a, cut him off. Only at the end of Avengers 2. I they thought, cut he, him off I right thought he was going to say it in the origi- original one. He might have, but they cut him off at Avengers 2. He's just like, when they get all together, they're yeah. standing there, and he's like, Avengers, and then the end credits roll. Yeah. And it's like, you sons of bitches. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it's like... That's where Marvel has, you know, decided to go. And that's not where I'm, you know... Oh, you think you can hide behind my ass? I'll... I'll forget it. But, but yeah, if that's where Mar, That's where Marvel's gonna go, and, you know... I don't... I, I won't buy their tickets. So, I, I, as I said, I was done... I was just waiting for in-game anyway. Yeah. So. Well, you know my philosophy. You know, you can't. I, I watch them to support them because if you don't support the bad ones, you don't get the good ones. Like, it's true, that's true, but always, I, I, mean, I believe it's just going to go completely in that direction. The way the way Disney's just going, like. So. I mean, given that comparison, as as an Alien franchise fan, do you feel that the Alien franchise did the same thing? Because like the Alien franchise started amazing. Like I. Like I said, I, I think so I told you. So we're not going to talk about the third one. <laughs> Most people don't. Yeah, no. when she was trapped on the garbage planet or whatever, right, or in the prison. The, yes. Yeah, I don't talk First about First of all, that alien was crap anyway, crawling yeah. on the wall. So we're not going to talk about the third one. <laughs> yeah. So I guess kind of, yeah. But you still supported them and they got Yeah, and we, and we got to Prometheus, which right. and then was We got some weird. more backstory. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you people, know. one thing I've learned is a lot of people don't 
want to know origin stories because that was moving into another fandom and genre of things like Mass Effect. You know, oh, happy in seven day actually. Well, I'm just oh yeah, it is today's in seven day. But yeah, leading into that, um, a lot of people's problem too with the writing as they went on in Mass Effect is they started discussing the origin of the Reapers, right. and a lot of people didn't like that. You liked. People like the idea of not knowing what they were, and they were just these mindless machines that destroyed the universe every, like, 40... Billion years or whatever. Or however long it was. Yeah. Know? Whenever, whenever what? It was whenever life hit a pinnacle. They would come in... They and, would wipe out advanced life. And then start, let you start over again. Yeah. yeah. So, another one that's kind of, like, on the table for discussion right now is the origins of Joker finally getting revealed. They don't. I'm not going to spoil it in case anyone hasn't read. They should. Um, the but, Batman Three Jokers comic book. Um, I will plug that if you want to know, then you should go watch the Comic Hall and Roundtables Comic Confab. We've done two videos talking about Batman's The Three Jokers. Uh, and the third video is coming up for the final, so you guys can watch that and see how it goes. And if you haven't read it, and if you want to pick it up, go pick it up. If not, you can always watch the Comic Confab. And you can find out exactly how it ends. I'm not going to say anything about it because I've read it and I've got a whole lot. To, say about to discuss it. about it, and I'm saving it for that because, <laughs> man, I have got a lot to say about the end of that book. Oh, boy. I have to go read this now so you can tell me. Yeah. Um, well, damn. I, oh, we can talk about Last Ronin. We can do that. Oh, yeah. yeah, can, yeah definitely. Um, for those, we still don't know. For those who don't Spoiler know... Spoiler warning in case it does end up being right, what we like, suspect. For those who have not read, Last Ronin is a story that has been in the making for quite a while from the creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that was supposedly takes place 30 years into the future. You know um, and there's only one turtle left alive. Three of them have died, and there's one turtle left. And you As, don't, let me point out, that's what they want us to think. And you don't know who the last turtle is. Now, the controversy so far floating from the first book, because only the first book is out, is that they, so one can't believe that they have revealed who the turtle is, and another can't believe that they have not. And my personal opinion is all up into interpretation when we get to the last page, um, and we really won't know until the second issue comes out, and hopefully and they'll confirm. And if not there. If not there, then somewhere along the line they'll yeah. confirm it. Personally, I am upset about if they did reveal who the turtle is in the first book. One, we need something, be I, something I need better. Something better needs to be coming because right. the story in the first book is not good enough on its own right. for them to have given away the reveal I, I in agree. the first issue. It, it seemed a lot shorter. Yeah, than I was expecting. Yes, um, and for it, a big for and, a at big, and at nine dollars and at nine dollars an issue. I need. Yeah, let's hope they're short. not just selling this based off of the idea that we have right. in our our minds. And hopefully it does get better. Yes. That's that's that is my hope. Yes. I am not in, I like I said, I, I don't know if I'm gonna buy another issue. I, I'll I wait I, I will. I'll, I'll be waiting to see I'll the let y'all know. <laughs> I'll be waiting to see the reviews. He'll buy the next issue. Don't listen to him. This one come out and Chris gonna buy it. Yeah. I, you can count on me. You can count on me to buy it because we'll let Cody cover that one because I'm not. I mean, I I won't say I wasn't disappointed in the story. It was very very just generic, right? In in my opinion, not bad, but just but generic, just, just a generic story in general, right? Yeah, but I mean, it feels very retold. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, because okay. the first issue doesn't even cover how the other turtles died. Right. They're just already dead. We, but I believe they're going to go that. They're, they better. They're, they're definitely going to have to. This is, this is a if franchise. If not, this is even worse than we're This thinking. is a franchise that has banked on people's love for the Ninja Turtles. And to just kill off three of them and not tell people how you killed them is kind of a punch in the nuts. Well, like, that's where it comes into those theories that me and you were talking about. Like, what if it's an utter disappointment and it's a clone? Or it's a fifth turtle. And you know what? That's what, the girl? It, well, it's the only not, fifth turtle I know of. It, it, it's a whole separate thing. So it could be a fifth male turtle. Who knows? Or it could be a clone. That, If it is, that that's just like... This is probably one of the dis, most disappointing comics I've ever read. Ever. I can't... I can't do... I can't do a clone turtle. I, who the fuck cloned him? Like, there would be so who, many questions... Who, with, who uh, the hell knows, but... I could see it being something like that. Um, but on to really good stuff. I have not watched it, but uh, I have heard amazing things about season two of The Mandalorian. I've There's heard only two episodes. Two, three episodes. Two. I have not watched the second season yet. Neither we are. I am going to be watching it soon, though. S sadly, yeah. as the huge Star Wars fan here, I mean, I, I'm, I feel. I'm sadly a, only a uh, pre-Disney fan at this point. Uh, so of Star good. Wars. You're missing Man, out. John Favreau and the Mandalorian now, now, are I, carrying I the franchise. I, I, I don't disagree. Baby and Yoda is carrying the franchise. The basically. child. Yeah. And, and I, I agree. The, the baby Yoda has much interest. Cat. Much interest in me. <laughs> he, he just deserved it at that point. He's just but, like, huh? Um, but yes, the child, I will say, as far as merchandising is concerned, that, that's, I, it's, is, a, it's kind of a dream come true because it's something that I kind of wanted in like you know, the Legends verse or, you know, George Lucas era or whatever you want right, to call it. I'm just going to call it the pre-Disney era. Pre-Disney. The PD era of It was a... It was better times, let's just say, for me and the books I grew up on that Disney just, you know, erased from the archives. But then still uses But they still use snippets of. Yes, they'll yeah. take what they feel they want. Because Ben Kenobi or uh, Ben... Uh, Ben Solo and all. Yeah, kind yeah. of a knockoff of, uh, yeah. yeah. Ben but, Skywalker and all that. Yeah, but that's that's my feelings on Star Wars right now. I can probably speak about this for hours. As, but, a, as another Star but, Wars fan, Teresa, what is your... I feel like he's, Kennedy, he's missing out, so that's all it is. Of the Mandalorian. Yeah, but also you give it such, I don't know. Such high praise for not watching it. Yeah. <laughs> and have a lot of opinions on it for not watching it. Like I've heard, I've heard a lot. It's not the same. I I've feel like you, you have to watch it and then you can have an opinion about it. I can't debate but if you, you don't know. You can't no. just say you like. Did the you stuff watch any of the new trilogy? Yes. Yeah, I, we I, went and saw him with him. Remember we saw. Rogue I watched. Woman? I watched the first two, and then you know I I, I bootlegged <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Because I. Uh, a year, before the, a year and a half before the movie came out, I uh, read the Reddit leaks, and I was like, my God, they had no plan. And then it came out, and Kathleen Kennedy's like, oh, we had no backstories for this because she didn't know nothing about fucking Star Wars. She's like, we didn't have backstories. We watched Wait, it on you had 30, 40 fucking years of right. books? Comic books? No, it was really bad because they did that solo movie. Man, solo was so hard. Like, that sadly like, isn't even the worst, in my opinion. But it really? Because so Rise of Skywalker is probably the probably the worst. 
No, so, no. Solo is so much work. My problem with Solo is that, yeah, you that, know. You, see, a lot of these movies, like, Solo didn't need to be made. I Rogue didn't like One. Rogue One didn't need to be made. No, I liked Rogue One because it was finally a Star Wars story that showed you what was happening in the other parts of the universe aside from the constant yeah, but, battle of the Republic right. and but Jedi we kinda and already, Sith. We kind of already knew what was going on, though. Right, but it still told a story. Because you can't, you can't deny that no matter what you may think of Rogue One, mm -hmm. the end of Rogue One that connects it to the beginning of Episode Four when Vader shows up... It's fucking ridiculously but, badass. But, all, but that's all it was, is just a badass Vader thing. But you couldn't have got that without the rest of Rogue One. Well, <laughs> you needed, you needed, needed this crap to see this final And plus, thing. let's be real, Rogue One has but the it, highest death count but that's, of any Star Wars movie. But that's, a, that's the crazy thing about it, too, is like, you have Vader, who obviously saw Leia take off in the 10, 10 to 4, or whatever it's right. called. I it can't think about top of my head right now but yeah she takes off and then he's like he obviously knew the plans are on there and now he's just like in a new hope he's like where are the fucking plans where are the plans i know it you know yeah he just, knows they're there but he can't find them like it just doesn't like connect as well as i think it should as, as well connect, but i mean connected great from i, I mean I, out of, the, Disney, so. out of the new trilogy movies that they put out and everything, Rogue One is definitely high on my list. I, Solo is so I'll, on the I'll bottom. I'll agree that Rogue One is like the top yeah. of it. Episode 8 and 9 were just... The problem with the new, tri the new main trilogy, they had no plan. And they literally admitted it. And then you fired the guy who was writing the original Episode 9... Because Kathleen Kennedy can't get along with any of her directors. Right. Which is why Solo was so bad. Because no, Ron so Howard had to come in and try and fix... Solo didn't have a plan. Right. Solo was like, here's this man, here's some stuff that happened to him. It was a uh, movie... Yeah. Explosions and fighting at the end. Oh, was, oh, oh by the way... That didn't oh, need and be made. that's what include the story that he tells about... The right, the made the part run. the castle right. run. Right. Oh, and this is how the Millennium Falcon also, lost the, the front part. Right. right. It's like here you go. Some it, like, legitimately it was bits and pieces. That's legitimately the only reason I was watching stories. solo just to find out what happened to the front of the Millennium right. Falcon. It was one of those stories that also didn't need to be. Because seen. here's here's the problem with solo for me. You go into solo. Like, when you go into any movie, you have to suspend disbelief. You know right. that the, the heroes are usually gonna survive. And you know in Star Wars, for the most part, you know. Except for like Rogue One, going in that just about everybody's gonna survive to the end of the movie. Right. But you suspend that disbelief that, you know, maybe they might not make it. There is legitimately no way going into watching solo you can be like, maybe they won't survive. Right. Because There's you know. no way you can do that. And you know Lando's gonna cheat. Right. On like, and you right. know the whole <laughs> fucking you know shebang. Yeah, you go into solo knowing exactly how this movie ends. Who's going to survive? Like, the, legitimately, the only things you don't know going into Solo is how he survived the Kessel Run and what happened to the middle section of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Those are the only things you don't know. And once those parts get told to you, but just let so me you're just like, we're going to be clear again. I don't, I don't like the, any of the Disney stuff. And let's just be real. The fact that Solo had a car chase scene in the beginning of the movie, the fuck? Yes. Like, I don't watch Star Wars for car chases. Right. Like, I'm just, just telling the truth. I like lightsabers, blasters, and fucking starships. Right. I don't care about hover cars. That shit is ridiculous. Well, that's one thing that reminds me of a friend of ours, Adam Seacrest. He said the one thing that sets Star Wars from any other, like, space opera or space thing is they have Jedi. 
Why not use them even more? And, you know, I, I agree. It's the one thing that set Star Wars. The Force and and Jedi. I'm not going to lie. I like seeing Star Wars. I like seeing Star Wars stories without Jedis in them all the time. Because almost every, it seems like no one can make a Star Wars story without Jedi or Sith. So I love seeing the creativity of doing a story without Jedi or Sith. Because it shows that Star Wars can actually stand... Without there being a lightsaber. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy the lightsaber battles. My favorite part is when the Sith walks in. Right, I enjoy the lightsabers. I I also enjoy seeing them without it. Like it's hard to have one, in my opinion, without it, without a Jedi or the Force. Somehow, can we talk about trash that is number eight in the franchise? Like, because the last yet. Okay, when I first saw it, I, 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 I said I loved it. Because up to that point, I had never hated a Star Wars movie. Right. So it, it and then I, I did then, too. then I had a then I had a friend who's like he he's like this is why it's a bad it, why it's just like legitimately a bad made movie. Not even he is losing his shit over there playing with that reef in the plant. Is he behind the plant? Yeah, he's behind I can't the plant now. He's behind the plant now. The cat's going. Sorry, guys. The, the plant's going crazy behind the, the cat, not the plant. The cat's <laughs> He's making going, the plant go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but number eight was like it's one of those things. Like if you if you start a franchise or a trilogy with one director, that should probably be the guy who does the other movies in the trilogy. Right. And then Kathleen Kennedy, in her infinite wisdom, got made, rid of J.J. Abrams for number eight, and got rid of him for episode nine until she fired episode nine's director. And then he had to come in and try to put together a movie that he. But had it's like I make. said, th- there was no like clear plan. Apparently, George Lucas, when he bought. When he sold the franchise to Disney, he I mean gave, four billion dollars. I mean, I'm not gonna say no neither. I mean, you know. Yeah, but he handed them like <laughs> George. George is good at one thing. He'll give you a story, and then you can modify it and make it good. George is George I mean, is an real. idea man. He don't know how to get it out there, let's right? Be, I mean, let's be real. George Lucas has made his career, and a man's only made like nine movies, right? Like, and of those nine movies. Two or three of them's not Star Wars. Not even just that, though. But let's just be real, though. George Lucas floated for, like, 30 years off the money off of, like, three movies. Right. That's, by personal, personally, I see that as, like, a lifetime achievement. Like, every director in Hollywood right. should yeah, shoot for that. I, I want to let people know not that George, years. as much as... Mm-hmm. About 10 years. No, longer than that. The Episode 4 came out in 77. Yeah. And Star Wars ruled the world. And then episode five and six came out, and then he didn't make another movie for like 15, 16 years. Probably longer than that, you know, but he made. Well, when he, episode one came out. Yeah, when episode one but came out. I know he had like Willow had and, and, and Indiana like Jones. Indiana Jones aren't his movies. They're Steven They're Spielberg's. They're Spielberg movies. But it was like. Lucas produced. was the executive producer. Yeah. But, and that's why people credit Indiana Jones and George Lucas, but even though they're not his. As much as we got us in the fandom. The fandom menace, as like, some people like, call it. Yes. Like, <laughs> oh, actually, a lot of the fandom menace hail George. I don't hail George personally because I believe he he's made a lot of mistakes himself in the selling and some of the ideas he has for it. But he he gave he gave Kathleen Kennedy the script the for, for the next trilogy. He basically had the rough draft written out. And one thing I've learned from reading the comic version of his original screenplay More is powerful squirt bottle. he can still 
he still has decent riding skills. So, I don't know why you, uh, just, I, I, I don't know what Kathleen Kennedy was thinking. She wasn't. She's like, just make money. So what what do you, what do you think, Teresa? You are a huge Star Wars fan, uh, with the Rebel Alliance tattoo and the baby Yoda and my baby Yoda. As as collectively, what do you think of the Star Wars franchise sequel trilogy? And just in general, are, like, well, just, I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan, and well, even yeah. when they put out shit movies like Solo, I'm still gonna watch it <laughs> because. You know what I do with those? I bootleg that shit. I mean, I didn't say I went to the theater and watched it. Oh, okay. It, but so I mean, you pull, you pull I me it. You still watch it, though. And um, but I feel like, <laughs> especially with The Mandalorian right now, they're really trying to get back on their game. Yeah. Well, that's and because they have someone I believe. Like, yeah. John Favreau is just... But they're I also think, bringing in a lot of stuff from, like, the older movies. Yeah, like right. the actual, the, like, right. legitimate puppetry right. and... Have you watched the um, the documentaries on The Mandalorian? No, it's on Disney Plus. Listen to them. Like it's really great. Like we watched them uh, in between the seasons, and it's really great watching them because you hear them talk about uh, the directors. You know, because each director had their had two episodes apiece, mm-hmm. and you get to listen to them talk about you know their love for Star Wars going into making it. Right. And I think that makes a huge difference um, when... Finding people who actually love the franchise and want to respect it. Right. Is who, who one grew thing up, you not just to... in that, But just like who grew up with Star Wars so they knew what it was like. Because when you, when you grow up with something when it was you know, big, when it took over the, like for you, when like you said, you like Power Rangers growing up, you know, when you were a kid growing up, Power Rangers was shit. And so right. for you now as an adult, Power Rangers are still cool for you. But like showing Power Rangers, showing original Power Rangers to kids today, they would not. They look it. at it and they're just like, this is cheap. Right. Even going back, I think it's cheesy, but it's like, you know, it, t- it tugs, it tugs at your heart. Right. right. So it makes a huge difference though when you're when you get to create that when you grew up with it and those directors do that like and it's also how I learned that Ron Howard's daughter actually worked on two of the episodes too. I did, I've seen her and stuff. She was I, I've seen her in the, the new Jurassic Park movies. Right. I had no idea she was Ron Howard's daughter right. until I watched the documentary and I was like, oh man, well, Ron Howard. To, I'll probably have to check that out then. Yeah, and it's like, oh man, Opie had kids. That good old boy had kids. Good old Opie had kids. Man, you know, I thought he'd be a virgin forever. And then, you know, also seeing the you know the guy who was the director of the last Thor movie, Thor Ragnarok, he did two episodes of Mandalorian. Yeah, okay, that's another movie I don't like. You don't you like, like Thor, Thor Ragnarok? Ragnarok? No, I get a shit about it all the time because it's everybody's favorite. Yes. It's not my favorite, but it's... And everybody's it, like, how do you By far, like it's it? the best Thor movie. Did you not like it because it was like a buddy cop movie? Or? I, don't, I, I don't know if it was that. I don't know if it was because there. it was slightly higher than normal. <laughs> I felt like I could see the green screen. That scene was... While they were doing the stunts, and I was like, "Do I see the green screen? This shit is awful." I don't know. It so seemed like, like it would be better can't... high. No, it's awful. <laughs> I watched it sober. It was a little bit better. Still don't like the movie. I don't know. I'm it's like... just I don't know if I don't like the forced cheesiness. Right. It, because it I feel like was. like the first one, it's like yeah, there was like jokes and shit, but it wasn't like well, you know, it felt forced. The first the, the, the first franchise changed. Shit. Well, the first Marvel French the Marvel franchise changed entirely. After, after Guardians, yeah. yeah, when James Gunn did yeah. Guardians and introduced they decided the natural they comedy, to be funny. right? Because when you watch, like, if you watch them all, and then you watch Guardians, and then it's you watch Age serious. of Ultron, right, when you go, Lord, when you watch Age of Ultron and you see the forced comedy in Age of Ultron between the Avengers, no. it is not there. Like, like it worked good between the Guardians, and it worked good in that movie. But see, I think it worked because Chris Pratt came from a comedic background, right. whereas. 
when you look at Robert Downey Jr. and Sarah right. Johansson and Chris Evans and also uh, that story, the guy that plays Hawkeye, whoever you, I forget his name. Um, <laughs> also, I feel like that story lines itself up for more comedy anyway. Yeah. Versus like Iron Man or Thor. Language. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, that's that, the only reason. Well, I mean, I could see Captain America doing something like that, but it, it was taken like. Yeah, it didn't work as well. Right. It didn't feel natural. But right, for that, that matter, the second Guardians movie felt so forced too. Because the second Guardians movies felt so dumb. Like the whole Guardians it, two, it definitely wasn't been, as good. Should have been just like the first half of Guardians two. It shouldn't right. have been the whole movie. Right. Mm-hmm. They should have been able to move on to maybe something else. Right. Or um, th- and also like Guardians two. That's one like, thing about the Marvel movies in general. It seemed like they want to lead up to something, and. Or something was supposed to be leading up into, like, hey, this is something to deal with Thanos. Or, hey, this person's going to work with Thanos. Well, and they didn't. Like, with, um, God, the the character that the gold people were building. Oh, Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. How he just disappears from the story. Yeah, like, he, he was you there. Know, you know, good and like, Me and you were like, oh, can you use him against a fight with Thanos? And guess what? No. Uh, he, he might show up in Guardians 3. Yeah, like Guardians Two felt like they were making a movie, and then when they got done, they told James Gunn like, "Hey, you know this movie's got to connect to the rest of." So it was like, "Oh shit!" So they shoot the after credit scene to add it in, right? And it's like, boom, they meet Thor because there's no there's no mention anywhere else of any of the other Marvel movies right. and Guardians Two till the end, and then it's just like Thor, Thor, <laughs> he bounces off the windshield. But it that felt that didn't feel as bad as. Some of the other stuff, so at least it had a lead in better than like you know Adam Warlock or that's true. Did him them, them teasing him and then him going nowhere. Yeah, it's like yeah. why now when you're gonna use him in after right. when he in the comics was one of the people who like like oh, Thanos right like in the entire Infinity Gauntlet Adam Warlock like, was he, like yeah he might have been the guy who could just take him on almost single handedly but you know you also put in Captain Marvel who who you say can almost take him on single handedly too so I mean who they kind of do you know in Endgame she shows up and then wrecks shop and then just stops right like she beats up his entire right. army and then she's just like y'all got this yeah Spider Man get in there yeah and it's, it's like, like it was really yeah yeah. That's why I don't like Captain Marvel. She's awful. <laughs> Brie Larson's awful and didn't help that movie in any way either, running her mouth. But, yeah. What was it that she ran her mouth about? Uh, White men, you know, feminism, women, you know, that type she, of stuff. She jumped she, more, on a, more female characters, you know, that She jumped on stuff. a real... After she became Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel, she jumped on a huge social justice warrior bandwagon... Uh, to the point that she almost talked herself out of being Captain Marvel for the sequel. Yeah. Like, because because well, that, of all the stuff she talked about, they were talking about... they. Well, like, that was funny, too, because uh, Monica Rambeau is in Captain Marvel. I, mean, I haven't seen the movie because, uh, you know, I hate Brie Larson, but that was one thing... No! <laughs> Damn cat. I but, got attacked. But, um... That was one thing that... I'm my, my hair. A friend of mine, LBJ, pointed out, he was like, why didn't they just use one of the original Captain Marvels, Monica Rambeau? They would have hit two points on there. She would have been a black woman. And then it would have felt, you know, all right, because I'm pretty sure she was Captain Marvel before... She was. Uh, Monica Rambeau was the original Captain Marvel. Before Carol Carol Before Danvers. Carol Danvers. 
And then, you know, in the movie, they, they tie her powers directly to the Infinity Stone. She gets her powers from uh, the Infinity Stone. Yeah, like, and that's one thing that I kind of hate, where some of the powers just come from the stones instead of... And everything happens with Vibranium. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, like, I, I started playing the Marvel's Avengers game, because I finally bought it. And it's it's so hilarious to me, because in the game, when you're, you're in the beginning of the game, they're doing Avengers Day... And so I go to the Captain America Pavilion. I'm like reading a board, and it's like, what is it? It's like Captain America's reflexes allow him to calculate ballistic physics when he throws the shield. And I'm like, how does that even? <laughs> no, he's work? just got. He's just. Well, not even that. I'm just. How does your reflexes allow you to calculate ballistic right. physics? That doesn't make any it's sense. Like he it's just like, has heightened reflexes, and he's trained with the shield so much, right. he's learned to fucking work with the shield. Right, so because he knows how to throw the shield. He can calculate the correct way to throw the shield so that it bounces off of something and comes back, I mean, based on their explanation. I mean, that that's highly likely if he's trained with shield. There's no reason to put math or right. anything in this. Hey, I'll throw I'll throw my shield against car. I know what kind of mill is, so right. I know it's like, gonna bounce back at a certain angle. So. Like I read it and I was instantly just like, so every time Cap throws a shield, he's like X times Y <laughs> you know, plus, you know, the circumference of my shield. Like, but it, so I just ridiculous. thought it was funny that it was his reflexes and it's not his intellect or anything like his that. His reflexes allow him to capture <laughs> ballistic physics. That's the problem with things nowadays. They feel like they have to tell everybody everything. Well, that's because the fandoms have become... Like, I remember growing up and when stuff happened in a comic book or you a just TV show... that shit. It was just... That's just what happened. It was like, you didn't question it. Unless it was a mutant. Because, you know, then it was just like, well, how did X-Men's powers work right. or whatever? And then you, you... You know, but for everything else, though, you were just like, well... That was that. Right. That's that's what happened. Cool. I'm good. Right. You didn't care. But now everybody wants explanations and they want it broken down and they want explanation, you know. I what wouldn't is the know why behind? lightning allows me to gain Superman's powers if he's touching me. <laughs> I mean, that is a very good question. Like, but thankfully though, DC doesn't use it all the time. Yeah. Like in the entire time that I've been reading comic books, I've seen it happen once. In Smallville, it happened once in the Lois and Clark Adventures. Yeah, that's what I, I think that's the only thing I remember right. it being in Smallville. And even it then, was in Lois like, and Clark the New Adventures of Superman before it was in Smallville. Oh, the one with Dean right. Kane. Yeah, yeah. But those I don't only times. That one, but we, I remember my parents watching that. We've been when rewatching I was a kid. it on the Disney on the DC streaming service. We've been. We're, we're I watched it when I was a kid. We're mm-hmm. on the last season of Lois and Clark the New Adventures of Superman, and it's been interesting rewatching the show. Because there are some things that happened that was just like... Nah. That is such a 90s this, thing. It's like, how was this a story? Like, <laughs> oh, there was those too. But no, there's, there's a lot of things like, that are very dated, like dated behaviors oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's just Airstyles like, oh and, my God. Like looking at their technology and the cell phones, like, man, we actually... Like big ass that was bricks. cutting edge. Yeah. <laughs> that was state of the art right there. That's how I felt when I watched Hackers the other day. Oh, man. I was like, oh, okay. <sighs> no, what From was From payphones and those big ass uh, yeah, computers. Yeah, big old laptops and like, shit. This is the the Kryptonian battle suits. Yeah. Yeah. The Kryptonian battlesuits are like old pieces of tire. They are old pieces of tire. <laughs> but yes, you're, like you are correct up. with Hackers, which if you've never seen Hackers, it is a really good movie to see a young Angelina Jolie in, um, and you it doesn't really matter about anybody else in the movie because you won't remember them, because unless you watched Elementary, you won't she notice. She does have a night. Nice, you do get to see something nice off of her, I guess. That's true. You do get to see some titties. Ooh. Like it's young Angelina Jolie before she didn't have the nine kids and didn't before she went nuts. Because let's just be real. She before Brad Pitt or Billy Bob Thornton or Billy Bob Thornton or kissed her brother or maybe she was kissing her brother back then. Yeah, she probably was. Um, Good looking woman though. 
Not now. If you not, see not them, now. She, them, no. them, them kids have aged her. Yeah. <laughs> good looking woman then. Them, them kids have aged Angelina a tad bit, but Hackers is a really good movie, but you have to remember that it is dated. Yeah. When they are hacking into stuff and using modems and they're actually at <laughs> payphones and Grand Central Station, like it is it is rough. But you have to just remember the time period the movie took place yeah. in, and all the yeah. stuff they were doing was unheard of and high tech and cutting edge. And it was just like, oh man, no one's ever done this before, right? Like you know, and now people can do everything they were doing from a smartphone. Like, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Because <laughs> like, those laptops were huge. They were. <laughs> those laptops were like the size of a spare tire. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, but it, it was it was a good movie for its time, which I have to admit that I love those. I love watching some older movies that are good like that. Like, I'm gonna get shit for this, but I I love the Spawn movie. Yeah, you're gonna get shit for that. Yeah, I always will. Or Blade. No, no, you can't say it. Blade is not in the same category, man. If it wasn't for Blade, I really feel like we wouldn't have the Marvel uh, franchise we got now. Yeah, I I love Blade and Spawn equally. No, I I like Mm -mm. them both a lot. We went from one side to the other. Man. 90% 90% of the Spawn movie's budget went to that cape. That is <laughs> like, true. And that, it wasn't that true. is true. And the clown, the violator. Like, that was that, John Leguizamo's. <laughs> hey, well well done. Because uh, it's John Leguizamo. Uh, He's a good actor. He was. I don't know if he is now. I haven't seen him in anything. It, it's true, but some actors just go. Fade away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spawn was not a... The Spawn animated movie or animated TV show on HBO. I'll agree on that. That yes. was good. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh yes. man, that that was fucking amazing because it was, it was good because it, it took this gritty comic book series and actually put it on legitimately H- right and it put it on HBO so it could be gritty so that way it wasn't just watered down and toned down to be safe for people yeah, to watch. You had it. They were just like it's on HBO. Do what the fuck you want. Murder, like, yeah. yeah, like the first episode. Is I, there's at least one sex scene and there's a shit ton of blood in like just the first episode alone, yeah. what? like Spawn. Oh, the the animated series. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Spawn movie on the other hand, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not horrible to me, but that's nostalgia talking. Like I said, I I didn't read the comics till after that. I'm surprised because seeing that movie, I don't see how you would be like, let's go read three. this comic book. <laughs> But as I said, the biggest draw for Spawn to me wasn't even the stories or, or anything. It He aesthetically is pleasing. Like He just looks fucking cool as shit. It's like, hey, my powers come from my suit, which is powered by this necro shit. By the devil. Yeah. I only have a certain amount of time, but you know. I can only use so much power before yeah. I run out, and then I can wait. And this is why I use guns. Right. Which is like, hey, I was trained to use them before anyway, so it kind of makes sense. Don't get me wrong. Spawn the character is really great. Yeah. That movie was horrible, though. Oh, but... Movie's right there with Solo. No, it's not that bad. It is right there with Solo in the trash pile. It should be in the $5 bin at Walmart. Like Along with Green Lantern. Man! Oh, oh, God. No. oh God! We can all agree that's the bottom, oh. bottom of the barrel. Boy, if there were ever movies that you could, that if you tortured me with, like those, <laughs> those three movies, he's a big lantern fan. Back. Parallax he, he is a fucking cloud of piss. <laughs> he's a huge lantern fan, yes. so it really he, hurt he, him. Brian Reynolds has bounced back. I will give it that. I am not a Deadpool fan. Me either. And I will admit the only reason I'm really not a Deadpool fan because I feel like it is a cheesy 
uh, write-off. Deadpool could be a really good character, but all the writers choose to make him cheesy. To make him cheesy. And and make him an obvious knockoff of Deathstroke instead of making him kind of more something separate. Hey, I'm a mercenary. I was going to say, I didn't mind it so much in Deadpool. Now, Birds of Prey, when they did it... Oh, God. God, Birds of Prey was horrible, too. Like, oh, God. Because it's like they try to take the Deadpool dynamic and move it yeah. over, and you're like, um, I don't like the way they yeah, yeah, like, Harley Quinn is the Deadpool. That's the, what Cap's saying, is she prefers... I, or, what did you say? You explained the other night how you feel about Harley okay, Quinn. Okay, so... I like the stories where... Um, you actually get glimpses of Harleen Quinzel, Dr. Harleen Quinzel. And so the uh, Black Label story, Harleen, which was a three-part story, told a really fascinating story about the origins of Harley Quinn. But you actually get to see her her intelligence and stuff. And the few snippets here and there where they showed that she has this psychiatry degree and stuff like that and this PhD and everything are the most... um, are the most revealing of her character to me because she's not just the ditzy side character or the Dean Bat who's, you know, able to kind of do everything because she's the crazy Harley Quinn and she's not just some random, you know, entity and stuff. Well, they just over-sexualized her real hard, too, in these movies. I mean, I don't even care about that. I I was going to say, that doesn't even bother me, really. They basically tried to make her a female. They tried to make her the DC Deadpool. They did. And she's so much more than that. (laughs) It's like I, I, no, I completely agree with that. But I, I believe in the over I'd rather see her in the like original like Jester suit, well, which they should. did. They did have that in Suicide Squad. If I remember, it was one of her costumes they put out. Well, before, well she, right? she well, picks it up, but she doesn't put it on. Yeah, and it, they it show snippets of her. But the reason why she doesn't wear that is because the Jester suit was a. Uh, suit that she wore when she Joker. was with the Joker, and right. so when she liberated herself, she yeah. she shedded the suit because that was his yeah, his, his suit for yeah. her. Yeah, so. the the Harley Quinn show on the DC streaming service is definitely better than the Birds of Prey movie. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad By it's getting far. the third season on HBO Max because yes. it is definitely a really good show that shows Harley Quinn is so much more than just like you said the ditzy. Sidekick who's always running around, pudding, right. Mr. J. Mm-hmm. You know, is she's so much more than just that, and you see that in the cartoon. Or you know, so much more than just the female Deadpool and stuff like that. But it's, yeah, she in the cartoon. The reason why I like her character in the cartoon is because they do show the intelligent sides, but they also give like a little bit more backstory about like her as a child and how she was always kind of a little crazy and psychotic, and her family life was twisted and stuff. So it was like she. She was already teetering on the edge of growing insanity up, right. growing up. And it wasn't just Joker. She randomly fell in love with the Joker and he twisted it all in. Like, no, she was already halfway there. He just basically was the fire that lit the chemical well, compound. The <laughs> right. God, Birds of Prey. Yeah, it's okay. So Birds of Prey's on that list too then. So there's four movies right there. Birds of Prey, <laughs> fucking Green Lantern, Solo, and Spawn. Like, if you ever wanted to torture me, force me Iron to watch Man some... Three. Oh, God. Oh, God. That really, <laughs> actually, that goes oh, to the very oh, bottom oh, of the barrel Never mind. Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Was it Rises? You know what, though? I would actually watch Dark Knight Rises before any of those other movies. What about, like, Daredevil? Man of Steel. Or the, or the spin-off from it, even worse. Electra? Yes. Oh, God. 
These were the mid 2000s. Though. Like they had no fucking that, clue what they were fun, doing. Which is fine, but even when you watch it, like y- yes. it doesn't feel like it's mid 2000s. You watch it and it feels like the 80s. They yeah. try. Like, I mean, like when you see Ben Affleck, he's he's had his runs, and it's just like, man, maybe you Give shouldn't. Up. Maybe you shouldn't be a superhero. Right. You you've tried a couple yeah, times. Yeah, they still cast it. They right. Moved it right up. I don't. I don't get people's love for for him at, at all. Like he had. He, he, he wrote. And, he wrote and, like. Yes. I, let's let's just stay off of his superheroes. He's. I think he's getting a lot of credit just off of that one movie he wrote and directed and starring was it Argo or something like whatever Never saw one, it. whatever one he did and got <laughs> a big and then it's like oh he's really good. It's like nah he just hit gold. Like legitimately the only Ben Affleck movie I can say with certainty that I like is Paycheck. <laughs> I ain't even seen that one. So <laughs> like him Uma Thurman. Uh, the guy that plays that the guy that played uh, Two Face in, in Dark Knight, like okay. they they're all in it together. I was gonna say Tom Hugh Jones. No, 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 no. Let's um, not dis- disgrace. Oh him my anymore. God, the the making of that movie is hilarious. When you found out that Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey did not get along, did not get along. So all their scenes were actually shot in different lo- like locations mm-hmm. or whatever. Like they and were never placed together. Yeah, they never actually had the two actors at the room at the same I can time. imagine that Jim Carrey's just always... Jim Carrey's a method actor. Yeah, and then... He was always on. Yeah, and he just could not handle him always being that see, way. I guess that, Darren, like, people say that about Jared Leto. And it's like, oh, he's a method actor. But look at the two differences. Like, Jared Leto was putting dead pigs on people's trailer steps during the film. Yeah, of the he was just doing crazy, shit. stupid shit. Right, like... You you can you can be a method actor like Christian Bale's a method actor. And but he is a legit method right. actor. So you can be a method actor and not be on the meth. Like exactly, exactly. Because that's no. one thing me and Chris saw when we saw Jared Leto versus Joker. Was like, why is this just a a meth head pretending yeah. to be the Joker? It's just, oh my it's just God. a meth head. That's all it is. Because like, like you're you're really thin, you're yeah. really pale, yeah. you're, you gold got fronts the in, and you like what are you doing? Why is why is this a ghetto Joker? And it's even worse that Zack Snyder is bringing him back Joker. for his Justice League movie. Like, which it, is, it delegitimizes this for even more. Right. Like, Zack Snyder is bringing back Jared Leto's Joker you, for his Justice League movie. He's bringing back the Joker, Deathstroke, and he got another $40 because now it's up to $70 million for him to finish his movie, which supposedly was, uh, was, was actually done. done. And they gave him $30 million. And now he's gotten another forty to make it a round out seventy, and he's bringing in whole new characters that weren't in the movie to begin with, which I think is because now he he's just gonna overdo it. And it's gonna well, be he too can't much. get any of the original actors back. None of the Justice League can come I, back. They're I thought all, I heard that uh, what's his name has come back for Aquaman to shoot some. No, more he was scenes. busy too. All of them are busy. Harry, Henry Cavill's already said he was like, I'm not coming back. He's like, I got stuff to do. Mm. He's like, I, he's like, I got The Witcher. I got that Sherlock Holmes movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, I got potentially Man of Steel too. Harry Cavill's like, my career is pretty good. I'm all right. I'm mm. not coming back to do your Justice League movie. And Gal Gadot's just like, I'm Wonder Woman, bitch. Right. Like, I don't need your Justice right. League movie. So, yeah. So, and Ezra, well, I mean, Ezra Miller might come back. He probably needs it. Um, he probably does. <laughs> fire his crazy ass. I just don't like the way he runs. That's the only problem. He with looks him. so goofy running. Like, no, I he, don't know why. It isn't just that. He comes across as goofy, and Barry's, like, supposed to be serious. Yeah, Barry was a serious Flash. Like, He's he's a forensic dude. It's like you got to be serious. You can't just Stop. right. Are we Stop. running out of time? Down to the last five minutes. Oh, okay. oh yeah, you can only do an hour. Yeah, unless I have some. Unless I actually have a guest guest on. Like, oh, to yeah. extend. Yeah, yeah, it actually extended to two hours. I'll let know. We found that one out. 
<laughs> but we've been all, all over the place. But that's what that's what it's wherever the conversation leads us is what we talk about. That's how we've always done every episode. Yeah. You know, and that's what it turns out the fans like. They like oh, that it's unscripted, so it's it's raw, and we talk about whatever we talk about, and we give our honest opinions about however we feel about shit. Say hello good or you bad. Got- I, I, I love spa movies. I, <laughs> you want to throw back out there? Even wrong opinions. Even wrong even opinions. Wrong even opinions. if you hate me for that, I, I love Michael J. White as Al Simmons. He'll be out of Bronze Tiger. Meow for us. <laughs> God damn it, Todd McFarlane. Just bring him back as Spawn in a real live action instead of this crappy horror movie you where you don't even see Spawn movie. Because then it's not Spawn. It's just about the two detectives who... I, I yeah, can't remember what, their Fat names. and Slim or whatever yeah. the fuck they were called. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are you going to make a show entirely about them? Right, the two detectives. All right. I we, see, traitor. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, son. Tatala just walking around. He's just like, whatever. Yeah. He's getting loves from people. Which now. they're they've now. I don't know if it's been confirmed, but I know there's definitely rumors that it is that the next Black Panther movie will have the sister being the yeah. new Black Panther. Yeah, that that's what the, I heard too. Yeah. That's that's. Um, I mean, which works. She did it in the comic books for a while. That's what I said. It'll, it'll be canon. Yeah, so it'll be all right. I think it'll be okay. Um, but going into the last four minutes, yeah, minutes, three minutes, yeah, anything um, else? Any last minute? Uh, Opinions about any of the stuff we've talked about? Teresa, we'll let you go first. Any, uh. No, other than, uh, Spawn is not a good movie. Don't recommend it. Right up there with Solo, just to let you know. Uh. <laughs> That's the only thing. Cody? Um, pick up the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger books. They've been really good. The trades, uh, you can go to our comic book store, Origin, Origin Story Comics, Comics in, in, McDonough. in McDonough. Yeah, um, shout out there. Yeah. But yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and they've split it into two uh-uh, separate, it <laughs> two separate series. Mighty Morphin, and it is one comic, and Power Rangers is another comic. Yeah. So that's where they're going with it, and they're introducing a new Green Ranger. So I think it is very interesting that there's going to be a Green and White Ranger on the team at the same time. It, the Green Ranger is not Tommy. It follows the canon as as Tommy is the White Ranger. Yes. But it, it, it fulfills a childhood dream of seeing the Green and White Ranger on right. the Power Rangers team at the same time. Yes. That's just cool to me. Uh, Kat, any... Uh... We still don't know if it's Michelangelo. It is not confirmed. Stop, Stop thinking it is confirmed. Yes, on Last Ronin, um, we don't know. Yeah. It would be cool if it was Michelangelo, but I think it's kind of shitty to reveal it this early, if it is true. And I personally think that the next best one for it to be would be Donatello. And there is that. Um, my final parts is just like everything. Um, Spawn is a horrible movie. Solo is a horrible <laughs> movie. Birds of Prey is a horrible movie. Iron uh, Man 3 is a horrible movie. Dark Knight Rises was a bad movie. Um, Hackers is a great cult classic movie. Man of Steel. Man of Steel is a horrible movie. It's, it's a bad movie. It's a movie. Uh, they made it. Um, <laughs> um, it looks like they made it. <laughs> yeah, they made it. That's all I got for you. Um, catch me on the Comic Hall and Roundtable discussion on Saturdays. Not this Saturday, even though they're doing it. I probably won't be home for it. We'll They'll be try right. to do these more often. Uh, we, we will try to get these more often. We'll get a few more guests in here and there. Uh, the, I know my brother Will has read Last Ronin. And like I said, watch the comic confab about the uh, three Jokers. After I do that one, we'll do a podcast about it because hopefully Cat will have read it by then and then we can really yes. talk about it because fuck. Um, <laughs> I just, there's so much about that book. 
Um, so as always, um, listen to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, we've got tons of content that we're putting out for you guys. So as always, until next time, as outcasts, stay united. Later, guys.